Welcome to the Austin Art Talk podcast. My name is Scott David Gordon, and I'm a photographer, podcaster, and writer. And I love art and artists, and I love asking questions and having real conversations. I have a curious nature, and I'm really interested in people, who they are deep down and why they do what they do, what do they love, and how did they get where they are, and where are they headed? Austin is a great city, and I'm grateful to be in the midst of so many talented and amazing artists and those that support them. If you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe where you listen and visit scottdavidgordon.com to learn more about me, other podcasts I produce, and to read my almost daily journal where I share my photography, thoughts and connections, and books that I'm listening to or reading. And reach out if you have an idea for your own podcast and don't really want to deal with the learning curve and all the equipment. Maybe I can help you make your dream come true. This episode is brought to you in part by Eastside Picture Framing, a conservation-quality picture frame shop located within the Canopy Creative Complex in East Austin. Eastside Picture Framing offers you exceptional custom framing and provides insights and recommendations throughout the entirety of the design process. From archival mounting, acid-free mat and backing selections, and UV glazing options, all the way to their wide selection of real wood and metal moldings, they provide the same level of care for each project, regardless of the size or budget. Please schedule your free consultation today on their website, eastsidepictureframing.com, or visit their Instagram page to see examples of their work, at eastsidepictureframing. On to the episode. Adrian Armstrong is a multi-talented and multidisciplinary artist who creates powerful figurative portraits, primarily by combining painting, collage, and circular strokes of a ballpoint pen, as well as working with printmaking and creating music. One of his goals is to combine all of the mediums he works with into one cohesive experience. And as he states on his website, he aims to portray what it means to be an African-American living in modern America. We had a wide-ranging conversation about his life, starting with growing up in Nebraska and the importance of his family, to moving to Austin and creating a new community here to participate in and help support and grow. I'm inspired by Adrian's work ethic and dedication to creating great work pushing himself to be better, while also helping to support others as much as he can. Here is Adrian. Well, thanks for being on my podcast, Adrian. Of course. Thanks for having me. I've been wanting to talk to you for quite a while. I feel like you've just had a lot of professional success in the last few years, and it's. I just want to congratulate you for that. Thank you. How does that feel? Um. It feels uh, a little weird, um, just <laughs> just because uh, it's it's come so quickly. Yeah. Um, even though I've been working for years, that's how I it feel, happens. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it all just came rushing in all at once. So you know, yeah. I'm, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm grateful for sure. I really appreciate your Instagram. I don't know if it's a, it's super intentional or not, but you're very open and honest and vulnerable on there about your life yeah i try to be you know i I try not to like hide anything or have secrets and i think um when you're vulnerable people you know gravitate to you a little bit more like i want to be able to connect with the people that enjoy my art i mean because at the end of the day like i'm still a human so you know i want to like have those human to human interactions and connections so 
Yeah. <laughs> it just feels very personal, whereas maybe some 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 other accounts might feel a little bit more business-like or kind of like more about the art business or something. I don't know. It's just nice. Yeah. I, I, I like mean, it. I think, you know, we're in this era where everybody and everything is a brand. Yeah. And I guess my brand is just me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to be authentic with everything that I do. And I mean, at first I try to keep the art Instagram separate from my personal, Oh, okay. but it just didn't feel authentic. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just like, you know, the, the work is based on my mood or like my experience. So why not just intertwine everything? Yeah. You know, as long as it makes sense, you know, I, so for me, it just makes sense to make my personal, uh, the same as my artwork. Yeah, absolutely. And something that I picked up on your Instagram account, and I wanted to see if this is true. Um, did you, and I've heard this, it's so funny. I've heard this from other artists. I don't know if you have too, but did you decide to be a full-time artist, like right around the beginning of the pandemic? Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said on there? Yeah. I did. <laughs> so, uh, I had split from my job, uh, in January and, I mean, nobody really knew what was yeah. the storm that was coming yeah. uh, just two months later. But, you know, I, yeah, I decided to like bet on myself yeah. in January. I mean, I have never been a, a great employee to begin yeah. with, but I've always been really passionate about, you know, the art and, and, and doing that. So I was like, let me just bet on myself. I can't work another job. Yeah. You Some know. of us aren't made to work for people. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not great at that either. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like I've known for ever yeah. that I was like, I've just, I, I can't work for anybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, that pandemic hit and it was a journey from there. Um, yeah. uh, you know, the sales definitely took like halted yeah. and, uh, opportunity. It, I mean, it was weird. So it was weird because, um, at the same time, there was so much going on in the world with the protests and with police brutality and all that stuff. So it was kind of like, uh, people lost their jobs. So they weren't buying as much work, but at the same time, a lot of organizations that, you know, were already big and had the money were reaching out to artists and wanting to do collaborations Mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff. So definitely. And I mean, and honestly, a lot of people just sent money, from that time yeah so like i am grateful and definitely uh <laughs> blessed to have had those opportunities during that time um but it was just a it was a weird year yeah for everyone no doubt mm-hmm. but yeah a lot of cool things happened to you during that year and opportunities have come out um and you've got a a show right now at the at ut mm-hmm with Mm -hmm. new eyes um are you still you had mentioned on instagram about doing a um carver residency is that happening right now still so it actually just wrapped up um i've been doing it for the last three months um just kind of working on a a new body of work um experimenting with different mediums and uh yeah you had said sculpture and digital that's what that was the original plan but But i kind of reverted back to doing uh paintings and drawings and uh uh just working out some ideas conceptually 
Um, that was kind of my main thing with the residency is like working on the concept of the work because the work, in my opinion, is going to be good. It's just like, I want to have that, those other layers conceptually to follow. Mm. Um, so there, I mean, there was a lot of trial and error and a lot of things that went into that. And, uh, it was, it was pretty intense, but mm. luckily that just wrapped up. And yeah. I, uh, we're supposed to have a show next month. Oh, nice. Um, so details soon, hopefully. Yeah. With that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you actually go somewhere and to a space there or how it, did that work? It was all virtual. Um, okay. yeah. So luckily I had, um, this space, you know, the space at Canopy, um, to, to really just work in, um, you know, and I've just only recently, I've only been here for about six months. So, you know, yeah. perfect timing really. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone that's listening, that's maybe not familiar with your work, I'd say, well, you do uh, primarily, I'd say, larger-than-life portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of the canvas comes off as seeming kind of flat, but mm-hmm. then the actual the faces are made a, a lot of times with these like circular strokes from a ballpoint pen, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of your distinctive yeah. style, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the acrylic and and ballpoint pen are pretty much the basis of of my work um and then adding in more collage elements recently yeah um, and color and color yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> especially color uh which i would say since the highs and lo-fi show in 2019 has been something i've been experimenting with pretty heavily yeah mm-hmm. yeah and back in 2019 was it 2019 you did the line residency also yes mm-hmm. yeah w- i watched a video of that and i was just thinking like were you the first artist to do that? I was or? the second. Second. Second, yeah. Okay. Because I was always, I, I would imagine, I was imagining a residency, or maybe I've seen some other videos. It's just like the person is there working, but you had like a whole crew of people there. It seemed like <laughs> a lot. And you were guys were having so much fun and playing music. And, yeah. Um, I really, uh, uh, I, I admire that kind of energy because I feel like, um, I want more of that kind of yeah. like community uh, energy friends who are like really care about you and they're keeping up with you and they're, they're interested in what you're doing. You yeah. know, it's just really cool to see that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean that, that line residency was just like so extremely fun and I, I really wanted to make it a point to emphasize like collaboration in my yeah, time there. Okay. And um, cause I'm, I'm really big on collaboration. I'm really big on community and, I get inspired by the people around me. So I wanted to, you know, part of it was I was making the artwork, but I was also making music while in there. Yeah, okay. And so I invited a lot of people, one, to pose for the pictures that I was doing, but also some people were making music with me. Um, And I just think for me, it's important to be accessible, but also like, I guess, put up put away my pride and like collaborate Mm. with people because i i find that a lot of people want to do everything on their own yeah that's kind of the classic artist yeah thing which you know i definitely (laughs) am guilty of that a lot of the time too but i'm trying to like really break out of that yeah and uh and and ask people for help or collaborate or you know because like some people just do things better than i could or like they'll spark an idea that i might have never thought about on my own yeah which i'm uh, perfectly okay with 
Um, but at the same time, like a, another big thing was since I had that access, I wanted to share it with people that may not experience that. Mm. Um, like I'm, I'm really big on like us all experiencing things that we haven't experienced before. Yeah. You know, cause I feel like once you taste it, then you'll work for it. Yeah. Like you'll be like, Oh, this is some, like, this is something I've never experienced before. I want that. How can I achieve that? Well, I'll work harder and, 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 and get to that point. So yeah. <laughs> and try to bring everyone up. With yeah, you. yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I mean, it's really important to just have a team of people around you or just people that inspire you. And I mean, they inspire me. So I want to give back. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And what, what, how would you describe what your work is about? Cause I know like on your website, mm-hmm. on your bio, on your website, you talk about your work being about black identity. Mm-hmm. And then you also have in the past have talked about de- depression mm-hmm. and mental health, uh, systematic oppression, yeah. identity erasure, but then also kind of contrasting that with like nostalgia, growth, success, joy, mm-hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, my work is really just about uh, the, the black experience within America. Um, so everything that people within the African diaspora experience and under that umbrella, I really talk about subjects, like you said, depression, um, systemic racism. Um, but recently I've been trying to talk about more of the, like, good, I don't want to say good, but more of the, like, bright aspects of, of that, of the culture. Yeah. Um, so I've been talking a lot about love. I've been talking a lot about family. Um, and recent, a lot recently, just talking about normalcy, just mm. being able to exist and finding the beautiful moments in, in, uh, existence. Yeah. Um, it's like being for something instead of against yeah, something. In yeah. And it's just like, um, I, I guess a lot of my thought in that is just being like some, some things aren't grand and, but that doesn't make it not beautiful. You yeah. know, like I, I feel like we, we overlook so many little aspects of life and I'm, I'm really just trying to like stop and take a moment and appreciate things yeah. um, and appreciate black culture in all of its glory. So that's, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at and working on that right now. It's like a slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even in my practice, cause I work really quickly, but now I'm trying to like, slow down like after mm. the, since his res- residency is done I'm trying to slow down you know really think about every element that i'm putting into the works and mm. and kind of going from there so instead of like putting out five six pieces a week i'm maybe just doing one or you know yeah. something like that but it i think it's more meaningful to me and not to say that all all my work is very meaningful but you know i'm really trying to be intentional with every Mm. element that i'm putting into the pieces Mm. and how does that feel does it make you feel anxious or like you're not doing enough you know i mean i know we have these kind of nagging feelings (laughs) i mean it it can but you know at the same time like i'm really telling myself we all have our own race to run um so you know like if i need to take the time to do something then i'm gonna do that um so i mean don't get me wrong, you know, there, there are times where I feel anxious, but for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm very 
calm and confident with the the road that I'm taking. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we could, uh, maybe this is a good time to talk about that road and where it started in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I think of Nebraska, I'm just like, that is an obscure place to me. Yeah. You know, like, that is not a place that probably a lot of people have been. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Kind of an way, for sure. out-of-the-way state. I mean, what, uh, tell me about... Tell me anything relevant to like the fact that you're an artist now, just from your upbringing, from your life in Nebraska. Yeah, you know, growing um, up. So I mean, growing up, it, I mean, I I loved growing up in Omaha. It was just, it was really amazing, and I'm I'm so close with my family, and like we were just together all the time. Oh, nice. And um, I think part of like why I'm so interested in collaboration and and these ideas of like coming up together and and all that stuff is because of my family yeah um so i mean growing up i didn't i and to this day i still don't know um very many artists at all yeah um, i was just interested in drawing um and my mom she took notice to that um and it, it's so funny because like i when i was home we were looking through some like family photos and and she keeps literally everything yeah my mom does too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so there was like a like a terrible picture that i drew in like kindergarten or yeah. something <laughs> and like the uh my mom puts notes like what's interesting here is that he drew the faces with with so much detail and like all this stuff, like just like, oh, cool. like low key critique in my work. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, but I mean, like she saw that I was really interested in, in art. And so she would sign me up for like summer classes at the Joslin and hmm. um, like every weekend she would take my sister and I to uh, like the Joslin museum or the children's museum or something like that. And, and I mean, she knows nothing about art at all, but I mean, she just saw that I was interested in it. And so she, you know, exposed me to that. That's really cool. And so, uh, yeah, m like moving forward, I just always drew, um, I, and I started with like Dragon Ball Z characters, yeah. um, started doing that in high school. Um, but I, I, I mean, I was really all over the place with everything. Yeah, I think most of us are. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <And> absolutely. <laughs> I think most be. of us really are until we go to like college or something. Yeah. So I was just drawing any and everything, but yeah, I, I would I would really say just like I would say that my mom really yeah cultivated that idea in me. So and did she make you believe, or did she even have a sense that a person could make a living as an artist back then? Was that even an idea? Um. I, you know, I would definitely say that <laughs> she never mentioned that. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, because she do, she doesn't know anything about art, yeah. So right. I don't think she even knew that. Yeah. People, like I, even when we went to the museums, there was really nobody that was like in their forties, fifties, thirties, whatever that were like on the walls it was yeah. all like old masters or yeah yeah you know like so we we didn't know she didn't know um and then like i you know she just i i think she was more practical you know like you should do something that you you know go to college yeah uh, like she really was like you need to go to college okay to me and my sister so you know she wanted us to take like a traditional um, Pat. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say that. I, I think she would prefer that we had did that, but 
she never like stopped me from doing what I wanted to do. Right. You know, she just always like have a plan, you yeah. know? Okay. Um, which I'm, I didn't, I was just like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna draw and she's like, okay. But, um, so you went to college, went to college. Um, and originally I went to a community college and I was an art major, but okay. I couldn't afford it. Um, the first semester and was actually going to drop out. Um, but I did theater in high school and a, cu- a couple of my friends went to the same college and they were theater majors. I just happened to, uh, try out for a play and they liked me. Oh, wow. And they offered me a scholarship. And oh, I was cool. like, well, I guess I'll, I'm a theater major now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that still allowed me the opportunity to, uh, to, paint and draw because you know we had to do sets yeah set design and so i got a little bit of uh experience working with wood and, and all that stuff doing set designs but i also got to paint whenever there was a opportunity to like paint a mural or just mm. paint in general you know that that went to me yeah um, so were you just working behind the scenes or were you also acting in the i did a little bit of acting but i yeah. mean it was never <laughs> it yeah. was never my calling yeah yeah okay um and so fast forward i graduated from there and then went to university of nebraska where i was a art major for real this time okay and uh yeah just kind of did my four years there um found printmaking i think my third year and focused on that um still doing drawing and painting classes and here i am (laughs) yeah and what did your work look like in college like did it look anything like what it does now um it was very all over the place up until i found printmaking and then it started becoming more i i I started doing a lot more self-portraits around that time um, which I really discovered that doing self-portraits is a way for me to like work out ideas, um, mm. which is something I still do to this day. Um, and I was, I was still kind of all over the place, but I was starting to kind of hone in on like the topics that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, I was still doing like, uh, random surrealistic stuff, trying oh, okay. to like figure that out. Um, but portraiture was starting to, be um kind of like the dominant thing yeah um and then my towards the end of my junior year and my senior year i started working with pointillism Hmm. um and that was pretty much all i was doing (laughs) oh wow i was doing pointillism and and really doing large i started with small scales like five by fives and then i moved quickly to like six feet (laughs) wow yeah and then i would say like Second half of my, of my, uh, senior year, last semester, that's when I started doing the, the swirls. Okay. Yeah. So it seems that like with the pointillism and the, and the ballpoint point circular strokes, the swirls, there's like a, I just imagine that being like a very repetitive kind of meditative process in yeah. a way, right? I yeah. Mean, there's something to that. Like it's just like hours and hours of doing the same thing over and over yeah. again. Yeah. For sure. And, um, like I, for me, I pace a lot. So I'll probably do like 
a swirl for like a minute (laughs) and then i'll pace oh really okay okay and then i'll do another just like hours and hours yeah unless i'm like trying to record myself then i'm like okay i'll do this for like 30 minutes and but i have to get up and move around i mean like anytime i go to the studio it's an all-day thing okay so so it's got to be all spread out yeah like shout out to any artist that like meticulously works like sits down for like three hours and does yeah. it straight through. Cause I, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. But you still produce a lot. So yeah. I guess it's just more time. Yeah. I mean like, out. you know, I'm, I'm at the studio like 12 hours a day. Yeah. So I'm wow. bound to get something done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're stopping every minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you got out of college and then, um, at that point, did you feel like I'm an artist? I'm going to be an artist now or, no, uh, I, well, I, I felt like I was an artist, but I didn't have a plan. Okay. Um, I got out of college and I wanted to leave, but again, I, I was kind of at a crossroads because I was dating someone that went to UT and I was interested in moving down there, but I, I really didn't know anything about the art market here. Yeah. And, and that's part of like, they didn't teach us anything in, in undergrad about the business side yeah, of art. Right, and then also like anytime I was in Austin, I was just hanging out with her. Yeah. So I didn't really, you know, do any art stuff, but, um, but also I, I didn't want to leave my family at the time, you know? Um, so I was like, oh, well, do I stay here and try to make it work or do I go there and try to make it work or do I go somewhere else and try to make it work? Yeah. Um, so I spent the first year out of college just kind of working and, uh, you know, saving money, um, trying to, uh, figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, was this back like around 2014, 2014, 2014 2015? Yeah. Um, cause I moved down here in 2016. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I just, I spent that first year kind of just, uh, working and, trying to figure it out and then eventually i just decided i'm i'm moving to austin yeah you know so i set a, a date um went on craigslist and found a part or found a house wow and uh didn't never saw the house until i moved in yeah so yeah um yeah i just i just packed up all my stuff in a in a rental car wow. uh with a couple of my friends and and we came down here Wow. Mm-hmm. What did that feel like? That must have been huge, right? I mean, yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, I was, uh, it was bittersweet because again, I didn't want to really leave my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I was excited, uh, cause it's the first time I was going to be like really on my own. Yeah. Um, and a, you know, cause I went to school in Lincoln, which is only 45 minutes from Omaha. Right. So, you know, I was pretty much home every weekend anyway. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time where I was like, okay, I can't go home on the weekends cause I'm in a, I'm three States away. Yeah. Um, but it, it felt really good. And like, I, I, I feel like it was the best decision that I've made. So mm. yeah. Hmm. And then how did, how did it, how did things play out once you got here? Like, did you kind of just jump right in or it took you all to get kind of acclimated? Yeah. It took me a little bit to get acclimated, but, uh, I, I mean, I really spent like the first month probably just getting used to the city. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out like the bus routes and like cool spots to go to and, 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 you know, just trying to make friends. Yeah. Um, because I literally only knew my partner at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was it. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, and, and she was still in school. Yeah. So I was trying to like find people to hang out you with. You were on your own. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and then, um, so I, I would say it probably took me a month. And then like, I, I started reaching out to spaces trying to like find an internship or a job or, yeah. you know, just anything that I could do to get my foot in the door. So I like reached out to like Art on Fifth and, um, the, what's the garage one? Austin uh, Art Garage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just spaces like that. And, yeah. uh, started going to shows and just like showing my face and, uh, it was a, it was a pretty long process, you know. Um, and you making know, work all along, the, just yeah, kind of at yeah, home. Yeah, know? making work in my room yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, okay. And then you know showing it at a bar or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think uh, things started to change around when I started showing it with like Six Square, um, and then showing when I really, really when I went, met the community that I'm in now. Um, like the, like underground, like grunge art, yeah. hip hop scene. Um, I think things started really changing around because I met one person and then they introduced me to somebody and, you know, the community is just, Austin's really small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like when you meet like a group of people, then you pretty much, it's just, the it's a domino effect. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I would say like, after that first year, things started like really falling into place. So, mm. yeah. And and maybe we could just jump in talking about music a little bit too. Like yeah. that's really important to you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. listening to music and making music. Like yeah. maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been making music for like the last two and a half years. And for me, I, I'm just so interested in so much. Um, and that's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I feel I mean, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way. I mean, that was always like one of my biggest critiques in, in undergrad is like, you're all over the place. You need to focus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like when the, the friends that I was meeting and, and like even my friends now, they're all musicians. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was getting more involved in, in the, uh, music scene down here, just trying to support people. Um, and so like, I knew it was going to rub off on me. Um, just that itch to, to create music. Yeah. Um, but I was fighting it for a while. Cause I was like, I don't want, you know, I don't want to, you know, step on any toes or I don't want to be like a bandwagon person, you know, just trying yeah. to, did you feel like it might dilute your artwork? No, way, I didn't or? think it would dilute it. I just didn't want to like seem like i didn't want to do something because everybody else okay. was doing it yeah essentially but so. you felt a need a want to do yeah. it and you felt like it might be fun yeah. yeah yeah so i mean eventually like um i was kind of in a bad space in my relationship mm. and i needed like another outlet um because like you know i love doing art but sometimes that's not always the thing that's gonna fix my issues or yeah. really that escape so i needed something else and and I started making beats in GarageBand. Oh, cool! And um, I just like I loved it. Like I was doing it all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, since then I've been, you know, I upgraded to Logic and just experimenting with sound and you know, collaborating with people that have been doing it for a while and you know, just 
you know, learning as much as I can. Um, I've released a project since then and just, yeah, I feel like I'm working on that just as much as I'm oh, working really? on the music oh, yeah, cool. or on the art. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing that like every day. I try to start my day with making like loops and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do, do you, th- do you foresee ever, or has this already happened? Maybe a convergence of the two things? Yeah. So, uh, with highs and low fives back in 2019, that was the first time that I combined the two. Okay. Okay. So I, I, uh, produced the EP, um, with some friends and, uh, the audience was supposed to listen to it while looking at the work. Okay. okay. Um, so the work inspired the the music and the music inspired the art. Um, so that was the first time that I did that. And I, I do think it was su- successful, but I really want to find a way where they're more connected. Oh. Um, because even though I do think like, yeah, people were listening to it and looking at the work, I still think they were disconnected. Um, so I'm trying to find how I can like, you know, whether it be physical or like just, just figuring out how I can connect the two a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, in the future, I'm definitely trying to combine those uh, as well as other elements. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in kind of like this world building aspect and Mm. or like creating experiences. Um, so that's just, those are, those two are just small parts of it. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Wow. And you recently went to Hawaii <laughs> and had a pretty kind of uh, interesting, it seems like eye-opening experience. Like yeah. Maybe talk about that a little bit, like how that might have changed things for you. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii was beautiful. Um, it was it was such a great experience. And um, my, my partner bought us tickets, ran, like, it was a surprise. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, cause she's, she's always trying to travel and I'm the one that's like, mm, let's, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And so she just is like, we're going. Um, but I mean, it was, it was really incredible. And for me, it was eye opening because that was the first time I flew over the ocean. Yeah. Um, I, I had never been there. Um, like even s- to this day, I still haven't traveled to a lot of places. I mean, before I moved down here, I hadn't really even been out of the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was it was just like such an incredible experience, you know, just seeing different culture, um, the people, like being in the ocean. Even though, like, I stepped on some coral and messed up my foot. Yeah. But like, you know, now I know (laughs) that coral is not like soft. (laughs) 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 But you know, it like everything about it. Like, I just I thought the culture was extremely beautiful. like the people were so nice and like i i think it's just it's really hard to not get inspiration when you're like surrounded by the ocean and surrounded by mountains and all these beautiful colors yeah i i i really want to like experience other cultures and and really branch out yeah and that was i feel like that was a defining moment like that really like jump started me so when i got back I was like, okay, I need to work harder because there's so much that I haven't seen. I want to be able to access that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, create more opportunities. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, what, what you just said kind of reminds me of something else you were talking about uh, on your Instagram about working harder. As you said, um, 
you just you were in one of your posts you were kind of expressing this strong desire to make your grandparents proud with yeah. what you're doing with how hard you're working yeah and um i know you lost your grandmother mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. really sorry about that yeah. and you said that from her you learned a lot of the values that you still hold mm-hmm. dear and about love i'm wondering if you could maybe talk about this this idea of making them proud making her proud like that seems like that really drives your work ethic yeah i mean because you know i i grew up with living with my grandparents and my mom um and that's why like i'm i'm so family oriented um, just because like we all grew up together and like they show me unconditional love like there's no moment in time where I ever question that they love me. Mm. Um, and it's, it's reciprocated. Um, and so like, you know, they, we didn't grow up with a lot, you know, but they always made sure that we, they, they did the best that they could to give my sister and I, um, you know, nice things, even though maybe it, it stretched them kind of thin. Yeah. Um, and so like, I've always been like, I, I want to give back to them. I want to make them proud. I want to make sure that their investment in me, it doesn't go in vain. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and, and again, unfortunately I lost my grandmother back in February, but I like, again, I never questioned that she was proud of me. I never questioned that she loved me. Um, and I want to continue on. Cause I, I like, I, I believe that she's still with me. Yeah. So I want to continue to make her proud. Sure. And I still have my grandfather and I want to make sure that he's good. I want to make sure that I'm making him proud. And, you know, she, he definitely lets me know anytime I go home. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is about older people. But they like <laughs> love saying like the same thing over and over. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he definitely <laughs> lets me know that he's proud of me, which is really a, pre- I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but it, it really just goes back to like them raising me and, you know, showing me that unconditional love. And like, that's what I want to give back to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think about them a lot when you're working. Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, it's, it's hard not to, cause I call them every day. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like them, uh, my mom, like I, I call them every day. So it's hard not to think oh, about yeah. them. Um, but as far as like what, what I'm creating, like, you know, they're not going to understand anything that I put out, right? but you know, like it's, I, I really, everything that I do, like all the achievements, I tell them right away. Um, I'm just like with the, with the upcoming Smithsonian competition, I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to be in the Smithsonian. So like, they don't know anything about the competition. They don't know anything about art, but they do know the Smithsonian. Yeah, so they're right. like, Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm always, I'm always thinking about them. I'm always trying to like make them proud. Yeah. 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 Maybe tell me about this. Uh, so the Smithsonian thing is definite. It's like you're in, right? Well, or is it still kind of like a, yeah, it's still a process. I'm I'm a semi-finalist. Okay, okay. Um, and I'm supposed to be sending off the work hopefully soon. I don't, I don't know. Everything's backed up with COVID. Okay. Um, but wow. Uh, sending that off, and then they'll judge it. I'll know in September. Uh, if it's gonna stay there, 
if it does i won't see it till 2025 wow (laughs) yeah so it'll be there for i think a year and then it'll tour around the country so i'm i'm definitely okay with that yeah (laughs) um what is the theme of the show is it just portraits yeah just portraits okay yeah um what did you submit or what are you sending them so i know nobody can see this but i mean i'm sending this ginormous oh yeah uh piece called protect family black women um and uh the yeah it's 60 by 60 inches by 100 um so it's it's large yeah 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 (laughs) Um, but I mean, it's honestly my favorite piece that I've done, uh, probably in the last couple of years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really in love with it and I'm, I'm hoping that they love it too. Maybe, um, you know, I can, I can definitely post, um, mm-hmm. repost one of your posts about this on Instagram and people can see it. Maybe just talk about it a little bit, maybe describe it for people like that can't see it. Like what are, what are the kind of the elements of it that you like, or what is it? What's it about? Yeah. So, um, it was based off of this reference photo of my friends, Ashmar and Brianna and my friend Ashmar is actually doing a series of portrait or uh, yeah, of photography portraits, uh, about the protection of women of color. And, um, this is really right up the alley of what I, what I was working on at the, or what I'm still really working on. Um, I love the idea of like protection and I consider these people, my family as well. So, and family of course is really big for me. Yeah. Um, and I love this pose of him like holding her and embracing her and protecting her. And so this piece is him holding her. Um, and then the, they just have these like, this powerful gaze right at the audience. Um, and I wanted to make it like bigger than life, like this grandeur scale, Mm -hmm. um, just to like really punch home that idea of like protection family. Um, and, uh, this was really the first time that I used this collage element in this scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me tell me talk about the collage part. What does that mean? Yeah, so the 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 collage uh I wouldn't say I guess for me like the the use of the collage has these like leaves and 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 foliage uh elements to it. And for me anytime I'm using like those elements, it's really about like growth mm-hmm. or like nature, you know, like yeah, just like natural like yeah. theme, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um and so like these are like handmade uh patterns that I made with mono print. Oh wow. Uh, okay. when I was doing uh, a print at Flatbed and uh I really I I just really love these colors together and I really wanted to use them um to kind of contrast how dark the faces are. Um and my idea with the faces was like I really want you to kind of see them from a distance but as you get closer you know all the details start to to uh come out um because i I want even though it's so big i want you to like be intimate with it yeah so i want you to get up close and like really see these details Mm -hmm. um i think that kind of adds to the experience um you know so even though, yeah, again, even though it's big, I want you to get up close and like really nitpick the details. <laughs> yeah. So with the collage aspects, mm-hmm. before 
you started doing more collage, it was more just the kind of the portraits, the faces, the person's skin, and then it was like color blocks, but it was all yeah. painted on the canvas. And now you're adding these kind of other layers of elements, these yeah. collage layers. Yeah. And like, I would say even just recently is when I started doing more of the body. Okay. Um, because up until, I would say, uh, not even a year ago, I was just doing like the bust up. Okay. Like okay. just the head. Um, maybe some hands sometimes, but, um, yeah, just recently is when I started like really doing like full figure or like showing more of the body. And so it's been, it's been something that I've challenged myself. Like, how am I going to, uh, depict clothing? How am I going to depict skin? That's not the face, hair, all that stuff. So there's a lot of color blocking, but at the same time, I think using the collage elements really, um, makes the the portraits pop out more. Yeah, yeah. Um, even I mean, because even though they're flat, I feel like there's a lot of dimension with the patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited about those elements. Yeah, that's cool. And I I wanted to reference there was a um a nice article about you and hyperallergic mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and they were talking about um this kind of intentionally incomplete mm-hmm. aspect to your work. Like mm-hmm. maybe talk about that, what that's all about. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm big about uh, just doing what's necessary or really playing around with what's necessary in order for the audience to completely see this as a portrait, like as a finished piece. I mean, because um, all my work or most of my work is really like in that infinito space, like not complete. But I think your mind tricks you into thinking that it's complete, mm. you know, at least seeing those elements that aren't necessarily there. And I'm, like, for me, that's really interesting. Um, you know, like, what if I did something that was just eyes with like the, the form kind of like loosely painted? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? How does the audience convey that? Or how does the audience? react to that and when I mean, you're like making them do a little work and yeah. kind of create some of it in on yeah their own. i mean i can't do all the way yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing so much already you know i gotta give you some homework too yeah, right um but yeah I'm, I'm really interested in that um just because like i don't want to overwork something yeah you know and i i feel like especially uh with the style that i'm doing because that's a texture in itself and when i'm playing around with so many different textures I don't want to overwork it and it be too much. Mm. So sometimes, you know, the, the negative space or, or the unfinished aspects are needed for it to be strong, uh, compositionally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of ways to look at it. Um, but definitely those are, <laughs> those are yeah. my reasonings. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know if this idea makes any sense, but I'm almost wondering if this could also translate into music as like silence. Yeah. Working in silence as an aspect. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I do have <laughs> I do have some songs that have like not silence, but like kind of like letting the the record cr- crumbles or, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. like going for like a minute. And it's, it, it it creates different like moods and it creates different some people get anxiety when you yeah they kind of perk up like yeah, what, what, is yeah. something wrong <laughs> yeah. and so i mean 
I'm I guess I'm just playing around with like how the audience's mood in that mm. way. Um but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. What would you like to talk about a little bit more? Screen printing or brown state of mind, which I'm kind of curious to learn more about. We could I mean we could talk about both, honestly. Okay. Um, uh maybe um Maybe share a little bit more. You mentioned screen printing and working mm-hmm. at Flatbed and doing screen printing, printing in college. Like, maybe talk a little bit more about that's a whole different process. Yeah. Like, how does what does that give you, or how does that how does that kind of expand your uh, your work? Yeah. So, um, in in college, I my focus was on printmaking, and um, we did some screen printing, uh, which was a like a really fun process and also it's really accessible outside of college <laughs> yeah and then um yeah. but i i what i fell in love with um with printmaking was the process whether that be uh with intaglio or lithograph um woodcut like i i just really fell in love with the process um and so that even though outside of college i don't have access to a press i still put emphasis on the process of making work mm. um which is why i feel like i pace a lot um just cuz that's what i did in college but you know i i'm really interested in the layering aspect that printmaking is so heavily based in yeah um and then i got the opportunity to make this print at um flatbed which i was really excited about because it's the first time that i got to use my style in a print. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was really interested of how we were going to do that. Um, and I hadn't printed in so long. <laughs> so, um, I, I really love the way that those turned out. And like, I love the scale. I love the bold colors and I love the patterns. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely want to do more of that. Um, and then, and yeah, currently I'm working on, uh, some screen prints. Um, just trying to like get back into that process and do something a little bit different. Mm. Not, uh, the work that I've been doing is pretty like clean, I would say with the color blocking and then like the, the collage elements, everything is pretty like in place and with screen printing, I can get like dirty and I can like kind of really let loose. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've been excited about like that, that dichotomy it's -hmm. just like okay like this is clean but this is definitely not um yeah and i'm i'm really hoping in the future to to use more i'm i'm really thinking about getting a press to put in here too oh cool um just so (laughs) just so i can really experiment with stuff but we'll see and then that makes you that allows you to make more multiples that are probably less expensive and more accessible to more collectors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And that's really important too. I mean, I can't, I can't sell everything for like, you know, multiple thousands of dollars. I mean, I I guess I could, but you know, like I want, I really want to have things accessible to everyone. Uh, Maybe could you also talk about, uh, Brown State of Mind. Yeah, so um, Brown State of, Brown State of Mind is an organization that I started in twenty. What is it? Twenty seventeen. Now we're we're coming up on our fourth year. Yeah, and uh, it, it's an organization that I started to kind of help creatives of color in the city 
uh, equip them with like opportunities and, and resources. Um, and the reason why I started is because like I was struggling to kind of get my foot in the door. Yeah. That's like right after you moved here. Yeah. Yeah. I was struggling to get my foot in the door and to kind of like get opportunities or even like find resources. And the more people that I met, they were having kind of like the same issues. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, there's gotta just be a way (laughs) that we can all help each other. And yeah, so I, I I felt the need to like really start this organization and like be that person, at least jump started, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and four years later, here we are, we've done so much in the community, everything from free classes in the summer. Um, we've done, uh, the green room, which is a music showcase and we bring artists on to like perform their music. And there's been a lot of like collaborations that have come out of that, you know, uh, people meeting producers or, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. we've done art shows. Um, we've, we've done a lot. It's been a lot over the last four years. And I mean, like, I'm, I'm really proud of, of everything that's come out of it. Um, this is going to be the last year that I'm head, um, I'm the head of it. Yeah. Um, just because the artwork is again, moving really quickly and I, I feel like I need to, um, put more time into it. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm really happy with what we've accomplished up to this point and, I'm happy for the future. I'm excited for the future of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a journey. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. What, um, you know, you'd mentioned in your post when you were talking about kind of stepping down at the end of the year mm. about all the things you've learned. Is there any like one thing that kind of comes up that you learned from that experience from doing that? That's, uh, yeah, I'm, I think, um, I, this goes back to what I was saying earlier is a lot of artists, um, want to take on that like they want to do everything themselves mm-hmm. but I but what I've learned is that even though that might be the case I think most artists really do want to collaborate yeah I think like a lot more are stubborn than <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are stubborn but I think like once you kind of like take a step in that direction then like I've I've seen so many people like the weight gets taken off of their mm. shoulder. And I think that's, I th- for me, that's so satisfying. Like seeing somebody that's been struggling with an idea or just ha- hasn't like gotten past that wall. And we've come in and like, Hey, we'll collaborate with you or we'll help you with this event or, you know, we'll do this for you. And like seeing that weight being taken off of their shoulders. Mm. I, I think that's just so like, that fills my heart up. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I've learned that like a lot of people just kind of need somebody in their corner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to really like get through that wall. Um, but I mean, I've, I've learned so much again from like the business side of things. Like I, nobody taught me this stuff in, in college. And so like I had a really, I'm, I was learning as I was going, yeah. still learning as I'm going. Um, but I mean like this, it's been like an, an incredible, learning experience, incredible journey. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of themes in what you're talking about, what you're Mm -hmm. prioritizing and what I think things that are becoming more important to me. It's like community and supporting each other and working together and collaborating. You know, I mean, I feel like 
for the last over a year, uh, you know, there's been such an emphasis on being afraid of everyone and being separate, yeah. you know, and I just feel like we need to go now probably even harder into connecting and collaborating and, yeah. and, and reconnecting and working together and not being so isolated. Yeah, for sure. And I like when, you know, when quarantine started, I was really happy because yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, I don't work. <laughs> I don't have to go outside. Like I don't have, I don't have any obligations, you know, yeah. to, I could just chill all day without feeling bad. But, you know, after a while you start to miss that like interaction. Mm-hmm. And I think um, me, but as I feel like a lot of people had that time to like really sit and think and, and like yeah. think about their priorities and stuff. And I think for me, I really wanted to put more of an emphasis on supporting people when I got, mm. like when I was able to go back outside. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, it's, it's really important. Like people have dreams, people have goals, you know, like I want to be able to support them. I want to be able to like do what I can to like mm. help people reach those dreams and goals. Like I, I think it's so important to just build community. Like, Nobody wants to be like we were isolated for so long. Like, yeah. why would we want to continue to do that yeah. outside of quarantine? And I get it. I mean, like, you know, I'm, I've, I've, I think we definitely got a big <laughs> lesson on hygiene for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely, like, I want to be close to people and stuff, but also I'm still washing my hands vigorously. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I. Like I really took that time to be like, you know, when I get when I get the opportunity to go back outside, I'm really going to be like, hey, I support you. Hey, I enjoy what you're making. Um, How can I help? Like, what can we do to, like, make your vision come true or and vice versa? Like, how can we collaborate like that is something I'm really like putting emphasis on. Um, and even though like I'm stepping down from Brown State, I'm still going to be supporting as much mm-hmm. as I can. Um, Like I. But Brianna, uh, my friend Brianna is the one who's taken over and I'm like, Hey, I'll still be around. So yeah. like, if you, yeah. if you need some help with anything, don't hesitate to, to ask. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. That really inspires me. I mean, it makes me just want to suggest that anyone that's listening, that's still listening. Um, it's like, if you see, if you just see anyone that you feel like could, needs a little nudge or a push or an encouragement or a good word or or a compliment or something just try to try to do like one every day or something Mm -hmm. just try to reach out to somebody check on somebody see if they need something just try to like let's kind of like try to bring everyone up you know yeah and and like i I also want to say that like it doesn't have to be you know so hard you Mm. know like do what what uh works for you like you don't want to like overwhelm yourself sure um like you don't have to go to every single event yeah yeah you know it could be as simple as just reposting somebody's work on instagram or or a comment you know, yeah, yeah comment like i mean that's that's really so important on instagram is the comments you yeah know? yeah so you know it, it could be as simple as that you know um but like you know take care of yourself take care of your mental you know do it do what is comfortable for you. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we could, uh, we could finish with the Malcolm X quote you have up at mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. 
show at UT, which closes on July 10th. If anyone's uh, listening to this before July 10th, you have to make an appointment to go to the Idea Lab gallery mm-hmm. to see uh, with new eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, this quote I really like. I wanted to ask you why you put this quote up. Mm-hmm. We've got to change our own minds about each other. We have to see each other with new eyes. We have to see each other as brothers and sisters. We have to come together with warmth so we can develop unity and harmony. I guess that's kind of what we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's why. Is that why you picked that? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I think it's so important that we accept each other for our differences and just come together as like brothers, uh, brothers and sisters. You know, like we're sh- we're stronger as a as a as a unit. We're stronger yeah. together. Like again, community is just so important. Um. And that, I mean, that quote was just so fitting for the show. Um, and, and shout out to, to, uh, Philip Townsend. He was the one that like actually brought that to my attention. Mm, so like, yeah, everything really fell into place after that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, well, I'm just so thankful for your time and, uh, for never having met you and just having this (laughs) wonderful conversation and kind of being, just feeling like uplifted and inspired by your attitude and and your just desire to be helpful and make the world a better place. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on the show. You know, this was, this was a great conversation. I know you said before, like this is going to be an hour and I was like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) but I think it went really well. (laughs) Cool. Thank you so much. I encourage everyone to uh, check out your work. Uh, what's your website? AdrianArmstrongArt.com. Yeah, nice. And the same on Instagram. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're. Oh, I wanted to mention one more thing. You're going to be. You're going to be in the Texas Biennial too, right? Yep. Isn't that something coming? Yeah, That's yeah. Coming up too, Texas right? Biennial coming up, and then um, I also have a show in New York, but I can't really divulge okay too much <laughs> but if you follow me on instagram that'll be coming up that's soon. cool <laughs> congratulations thank again, you man it's awesome to see everything you're doing okay well thank you hey it's scott thank you so much for listening i'm so appreciative of your time investment in listening to these conversations that i have with these amazing people i'm very grateful for you And if you want to learn more about me and the podcast, just check out scottdavidgordon.com. Take care. Thanks.